This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. This week, we have had the American Olympian. Uh, the fencer, the Muslim fencer, who has uh, an obsession of victimization in America, says she doesn't feel safe in the United States of America. We have also had Ahmed the Clock Boy, who is, um, I don't think that's his actual name, but we'll go with him. Actual Ahmed. name is Clockmed. <laughs> Clockmed? Yes. Ahmed the Clock Kid. This is good okay. name. Uh, anyway, trying to shake down Texas. Uh, and he's, um, he says he doesn't feel safe living here, but he's only here to file suit. I think he's going back to the Middle East. All they want is $15 million. That would just make well, is that it a little bit better. Okay. You could just give him $15 million. I right. think they're going to be willing to take more. Okay. But 15 was the rough draft. That's a nice start. Then we have a candidate on the left that refuses to say that there is a problem in Islam at all. And all of these killings... Uh, we don't know what the killers want. We'll have no idea what the killers want. And in fact, we've got to bring a whole bunch of people that have been poorly vetted into the United States. And then we have another guy who says, I don't trust Muslims. We've got to keep them all out. One of the bravest men uh, I know, and a guy who, you know, could very well uh, end his days with, without a natural death. Jeez. Because he knows wow. it. He knows it. Uh, because he is outspoken uh, in the Islamic community and he takes a stand against evil. He is the author of a book, uh, Battle for the Soul of Islam An American Muslim Patriot's Fight to Save His Faith. Um, I hired him at the Blaze um, because he's brave and he has a voice that should be heard. His name is Dr. Zudi Jasser, and he's with us now. He's on the Blaze Radio uh, at uh, theblaze.com slash radio. He does a podcast. Can we go through some of these things, uh, Zudi? Absolutely. Thank you, Glenn. It's, uh, I'm so glad to join your team. And, you know, the podcast is Reform This. Uh, you know, we, can, we address uh, every week issues that uh, people think there are no Muslims talking about, and we talk about it at the Blaze Radio. So, so, so tell me, let's start with, let me start with the um, American Olympian, the fencer, who says that she doesn't feel safe in America, and she didn't really paint us as a great place. Well, you know, what, what's so central about this, Glenn, is this runs right at the core, the epicenter of this battle. You have, and we teach our youth at our Muslim Liberty Project that they are Americans who happen to be Muslim. Not Muslims who demand, you know, not not Muslims who demand to be American. Very different concept. And unfortunately, here's a woman who probably is clearly at the top of her sport uh, as a fencer. And rather than just be like every other American Muslim, that there are Muslims in pro basketball and hockey and uh, many other sports that people say, oh, wow, I didn't know they were Muslim. But no, she, because she wore a hijab, uh, ended up getting all this notoriety to the point that Time Magazine was writing editorial that no, not the 
unbelievable, most decorated Olympian in history, Michael Phelps, should be waving the flag. No, it should be her, which was, I find almost insulting. It's like this affirmative action program for Muslims, which is, you know, listen, stop the bigotry of low expectations. And she doesn't just sort of be quiet and do the non-political thing that every other Olympian does. She goes and starts giving interviews with foreign media that she's afraid to walk the streets in New York because she'll be attacked. She's walking on eggshells. No, she doesn't talk about the billions of people who live under oppression in Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Iran, Egypt, all these countries. No, she complains about the freest country on earth that gave her a platform to meet with the president, the uh, Michelle Obama, uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, all these others. That's you know that's the country that she says she's afraid to to be in, which is just I find. Uh, a legacy that is going to destroy our community. You see why I say he's a brave uh, Muslim? Uh, so, Zudi, let me play devil's advocate. With someone who... Let's um, play both sides here. With a country, with a president, and a Democratic uh, presidential candidate who refuse to say anything except praise for Islam will not recognize that there's any problem, who are shipping 500% more um, refugees in from Syria with horrible vetting um, and blaming America. And then on the other side, a presidential candidate who's like, I don't trust Muslims, got to get them out of here. You could see how there's going to be some trouble on the streets if you are Muslim. What? What do we do here between these two candidates? Which one is which poison is better? Well, it's it's. Uh, I have to tell you, remember C.S. Eliot and Mere Christianity said sometimes the devil presents you with two very opposite choices, and the moral thing is to choose neither. And you know, this is sort of where we are: is that the the lumping of Islam all as one, whether it's to say they're all problem or none of them are the problem, is is foolhardy and actually prevents a, a more moderate approach and more or more 21st century approach to Islam, let alone in America. You always talk about our founding fathers, Glenn. Imagine our founding fathers approaching Christianity as they fought against theocracy to say, oh, it's either all bad or all good, when in fact the greatest country in the planet was formed by a battle against theocracy by very devout Christians who weren't afraid to, to declare their love for their faith and for Christ and their belief in, in God, but yet rejected the, the establishment of religion. And I think this is where Islam is, and both the presidents and the, and the left and the, those on the right who believe that Islam is all one and we should just sort of declare war on all of it, not only is that not a solution, but it actually alienates the very people from within the faith that need to become um, reformed towards a national sovereignty and belief in separation of mosque and state. This is why we're losing the war against ISIS. We're not working with Muslims that want national sovereignty that separates mosque and state, and we're alienating the very ones. And the president and the left continue to kowtow to the dictators of the Middle East that want to tell us that their Islam is the one we all have to follow. Sudi, um, Ahmed the Clock Kid, this is a kid that, I mean, this, this is the town these studios are in. And I know the mayor, and she is the farthest thing from a bigot. And, um, and that's, not what's, that, that's not what's happening here. Now, 
Are there people who are bigots? I'm sure. Bigots exist all around the world. But that's not what happened here. This kid intentionally, the, the, one of his teachers, the first teacher said, put that away and don't let anybody see it. It looks like a bomb. You ha- we can't have a level two look like finger gun. And he brings something a teacher describes as a, looks like a bomb, put it away. He intentionally took it out, was showing it to everyone. The police were called. It is not a NASA experiment. Like the, it, He took parts of a clock radio out and put it in a little case. Now he is suing for how much money? $15 million? Suing for $15 million, and he's not even living here anymore. He's living it overseas. It, it is absurd. And, and the fact that they can shake us down. I mean, you remember you and I uh, first started to talk nationally when you invited me on your program back when you were CNN. We were talking about the flying imams. You remember that case where they shook down U.S. Right. airways and settled for an undisclosed amount because of the, the absurdity of praying outside a gate? They then sued the passengers and Congress right. intervened That's to protect right. them. To see right. something, say something. How can we live in a culture where our government tells us to see something, say something, when a principal at a school does so, and now, and now they have to be afraid that they're going to be sued and and called bigots because a kid brings a box that looks like a bomb. I mean, it's a, it is it is beyond absurd. And the only way we can do this is to make examples of them and not allow the shakedown to happen and to stand against this lawfare, because that's what Sharia is about. It's about preventing free speech. That's why they don't call it bigotry against Muslims. They call it Islamophobia. Why? Because they want to prevent criticism of Islam, which is an idea. And I, as a Muslim, our Muslim reform movement says that we don't believe ideas have rights. Islam doesn't have any rights. It's an idea. Human beings have rights. Our Constitution is about protecting human beings. Ahmed the clock boy has rights, but he doesn't have a right against criticism of bringing in a box that looks like a bomb when we're threatened by radical Islamists. But what are we going to, what do we do about it, Zudi? Because, uh, you know, our kids go to jail or go and are kicked out of school, have it on their permanent record, literally if they point their finger in the shape of a gun. This kid comes in, and I'm telling you, have you guys seen the local news? You've been watching the local news with this? They are bending over backwards for this kid. Seeing these attorneys who are bending over backwards and making this kid into the biggest victim is obscene. What does the average person do? Well, the average person has to push back at every level, media, government, universities, and begin to say that the insinuation of beyond political correctness, but the the fact that we will not have protected classes uh, of of groups, Islam is, is an idea. It's not; these are not human beings that uh, um, are being threatened. Uh, we are trying to confront an ideology that threatens us, and that is, as we saw in Nice, where they plowed a, a car into human beings. Uh, they will use any means necessary with the softest targets possible. And the only way to protect a free society without losing our freedom is to allow people to feel the comfort of reporting anything they see. And certainly, if they happen to be Muslims, we should deal with it because, you know what, we have a cancer within our community, which is Islamism, political Islam. And until Americans start seeing us rising up all over the country, not only in the streets, 
but ideologically within the mosques, within our Islamic institutions to reform these concepts, we have to be ready to put up with some profiling. And listen, I don't want our rights taken away, but at least be ready to be inconvenienced a little bit. And if we're not, you're going to end up actually dividing this country more than helping. I have kids that are all in grade school, junior high, and high school, all three of them. And listen, I'd much rather have them, you know, uh, live a little bit concerned about inconvenience than end up later where it divides us to the point where they're no longer comfortable being American, which is why I'm doing all this work. Dr. Zudi Jasser, um, now heard on the uh, Blaze Radio, blaze.com slash radio, has a uh, podcast called Reform This. Um, He is launching a new website next week, takebackislam.com. What is your life like, Zudi? Do Do you have a lot of threats on your life? There are some. We, uh, we, you know, the security profile, it's, it's interesting. While most of the threats come from ISIS types, radical Islamists, we also get some from the neo-Nazi types that think I'm an uh, apologist and doing katiya and lying about Islam, etc. So it's very complicated. I have to tell you, I don't like to talk about it much because it pales in comparison to what real heroes in the prisons of Syria and Saudi Arabia, Iran, yeah. that truly have no freedom. I mean, this is the least we can do is to, to, and if Muslims don't do this, the West, 70% of the world lives under some type of oppressive force. And, and you set aside China and Russia, the rest is all Islamists that are destroying the world's freedom. And they're coming to the West if we don't begin to defend what we believe in and our constitutional principles. You worried at all about uh, what's happening over in Germany with uh, the laws that are being made now? And the, the, I mean, there's, it's a ticking time bomb. I mean, fascism is going to come back. In, in Germany and the rest of Europe. Are you concerned about that, Zudi? Very. And, 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 you know, listen, I was actually very happy about Brexit because the EU's dissolution of national identity was one of the reasons Islamism was taking such root and, and in the immigrant communities there. And the opposite reaction to that was the neo-national, you know, neo-fascism yeah. of many of the movements. And the only way to find a middle ground there is to support secular nationalism of Britain, of, of Germany and Belgium in, in a, a re-establishment of the ideas of li- true classical liberalism and democracy that Europe was built on. And the only way to do that is to push back against the Islamists and the neo-fascists by re-resurrecting what their national identity is. And just two days ago, a Brit was given 12 months of detention and community service because he wrote a statement on Facebook that he didn't want any of those Muslims coming into the country. I mean, if you can't write things publicly and have free speech to do that, the Brits are starting to buckle down like the Saudis. I mean, this is going to cause their countries to to bust at the seams. And the... we can't do that. We have to stand by our, our constitutional principles and human rights. Dr. Zudi Jasser, author of the book uh, Battle for the Soul of Islam and heard this weekend on The Blaze Radio at theblaze.com slash radio. Zudi, thank you very much. We pray for you. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.